0: Hello, everyone! Thank you for listening and watching another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker,
1: and we are on a roll, my friend. Yes, we are. It's crazy, huh? This is the uh, this is the golden golden era so far this season. Uh, these last couple of shows, we've really got it together.
0: We have, we have landed uh, three bomb-proof trebles in a row, four bomb-proof trebles in the last five weeks. So um, plenty of profit to be had over the last month or so, which is great for the pod, uh, great for everyone that we've seen foreigners on uh, social media who's tweeted us as well. Thank you for that. Um, and we're going to go at it again this week because we've got the Premier League, the Championship and the FA Cup first round to sink our teeth into uh, this week. So order of the show today pretty much same as usual we'll go through the prem then through the champ then through the FA Cup um, because it's FA Cup special we'll have plenty of little upsets that we like the look of trying to pick out those outsiders um I got to say it's <laughs> once we get down into the, the murky depths of the non league and the Isthmian leagues and all that <laughs> when these teams enter the, enter the cup um, our knowledge is Pretty slim, but we'll go off what we can in terms of stats and and what research we can do. But, you know, hopefully we can pick out a few gems from the FA Cup this weekend at big odds. Um, first, we should also talk about our sponsors, Quiff. Right, Tom?
1: Yeah, we're delighted to be back with Quiff. Uh, we are cooking up a storm in the WhatsApp group with them at the moment. Uh, Going to be bringing you guys a really exciting slate um of new features in the pod uh we're going to bring you guys a nice juicy sign-up offer if you've never used their services uh so this is just a quick nod to them and a quick acknowledgement that uh we are dating with uh with quiff we're out there the, the relationship is official and uh information to come down the pipe
0: yep quiff.com the only place where your bets can be supercharged so if you put a bet on and it might be two to one, there's a chance that you could be supercharged on that bet uh, three to one, four to one, 10 to one, 60 to one. Um, so it's an exciting place to, uh, to stick your bets on. It applies to singles and accumulators as well. So check that out. Uh, but as Tom mentioned, plenty coming down the pipe with Quiff. Um, let's crack on then, shall we, with the Premier League. We'll go through it picking out our highlights rather than going through it game by game. I've got to say, as a general comment, and I know you agree, it's a tough weekend for betting, you know, across the Prem, across the Champ, the FA Cup, like I say, has a lot of unknowns in it with the teams that are are in this round. So we're going to do our best um, and see what we can come up with. But yeah, uh, we get kicked off with Fulham against Manchester United. And this is a Manchester United side who you think they've hit the bottom They find a new low, it seems at the moment, doesn't it? Um, Dumped out of the cup at home in midweek by Newcastle 3-0. They go away to Fulham. Uh, Fulham a price at 3.25. And with the turmoil that Manchester United find themselves in, i would be going nowhere near them at 2.15, just a touch above evens. It's got to be a play here, something on the Fulham side, right? Either Fulham to win or Fulham on the double chance, which is 1.75. You know, Manchester United are in a mess.
1: Yeah, they are. Um, Yeah, you want, I want to get with Fulham. Uh, I'm not so hot on that double chance, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think that's the best price. I'm probably going to go for them on the nose. I think, I think we have to treat United the way that, you know, they are and that is at the moment one of the worst teams in the league like performance wise like a bottom five team for sure and uh yeah they they have played some some tough teams um in the, in their last couple you know um newcastle man city but what sticks out to me which gives me hope is that sheffield united performance they are a diego dallo screamer away from not getting it and uh, yeah, for me, I, I think uh, I think Fulham can get at them, so I might have a tickle on the nose.
0: Yep. Okay. Fair enough. A uh, bunch of three o'clocks. We got Brentford against West Ham and Burnley against Palace are two of the first few. Um, I I, I kind of looked at this and just went a lot of coin tosses going off here, um, but I I did take a close look and then I think Brentford the Kings of London their record Ooh. against fellow London sides is really good. Um, their record against West Ham is also very good they've played West Ham four times since they've been promoted back to the Premier League they've beaten West Ham four times yeah and I, I just think their record against other London sides is so good that Brentford could be a good play at 2.1 even though maybe that's a touch short Um, Yeah, beat Chelsea last week. Uh, Just running down their results now against fellow London sides. Drew with Palace, beat Fulham, drew with Spurs. That's all this season. Looking back into last season, the back end of last season, beat Spurs, beat West Ham, uh, beat Chelsea. So yeah, they they have a very, very good record against London sides.
1: Mm. I'm going to skip into... Everton now this is definitely littered with traps for sure because I can guarantee and everyone knows this that you know Brighton are going to finish above Everton this season uh, but we're not talking about longevity we're just talking about the here and now and we're talking about this weekend um, Brighton have won just one of their last six games which is absolutely incredible and uh, defensively. They've just absolutely gone to hell um, you know, this season. Uh, no clean sheets so far this season for Brighton. It's a massive issue. The only one they've kept, sorry, is in uh, Europe against Ajax. I'm talking league. Um, and Everton, as much as they're picking up, you know, we're having a look at them winning four of their last six. At home, they've been bloody horrid. They've played five at home, won one, lost four, scored just four goals and conceded five. And on the road is where they've got all their points, you know. They've got uh, two, uh, two wins and a draw on the road. I think Everton are playing better than Brighton right now. That home record does scare me, but honestly, I think getting a better team, you know, getting a better form team at three point one at home that's got to be worth a look, I think. Maybe a Fulham-Everton double as like a little, you know, outsider, um, you know, small stakes, high return double might work.
0: Mm. Potentially. Potentially. I'm
1: not huge on Everton. I just looked at this game and thought,
0: God knows, to be honest, could go either (laughs) way. Um, What I did think is that Brighton have come back to the world of reality haven't they in terms of price you know 2.2 for Brighton now you know remember at the start of the season they were you know 1.6s, 1.7s, really really short so it's nice to see them back out um, to where they should be really Um, we've got Man City against Bournemouth City at 1.1 big coupon buster if that's a result that's anything but a Man City victory Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we've got Sheffield United against Wolves to round off the three o'clocks and quite happy to go with Wolves here uh, at 2.0. Sheffield United still struggling. Um, they're winless in their last six, all losses, uh, still without a win in the Premier League. No wins in all competitions across the last 12 consecutive games. And uh, yeah, Wolves just keep plodding on, doing pretty well, don't they? Picking up good results. They've they played Man City. Villa, Bournemouth and Newcastle across the last four games. One, two, drawn two. you know, Man City, Newcastle, Villa, three teams who have started the season very well, really, um, not lost against either of them. So, yeah, I, I think Wolves in their current form are, are a decent pick at 2.0 against the Sheffield United side who who are really struggling still. And, um I think you could probably get a bit of an extension on this. Wolves to win and both teams to score, which is priced at 4.0, because Wolves have had eight consecutive games, both teams to score as well.
1: Yeah, Sheffield United have shown that there's potential for them to score goals, right? Uh, I think defensively is where they are completely unravelling. But I think they've shown that they can they can threaten. So, yeah, I like that. Wolves, I'm, I'm very, very hot on. Uh, flipping into uh, Newcastle Arsenal, Tom. Big, big game um, here. Crazy stat for you. How many times in a row do you think this game has been not both teams to score? Oh, yeah,
0: I've got the same thing.
1: Oh, you kid. <laughs> Go on, take it away. I I'll, let, I'll let you do the big reveal.
0: So I hope our stats are the same, Mm. but I've got 10 consecutive games.
1: Both teams to score, no. (laughs) 10 games. Oh, look at that. Uh, Yeah, so both teams to score, no, is a smidge over evens, Mm. 2.05. So I thought, you know, for the people like yourself, Tom, that like the historics, that was a good route to go down. Um, Yeah, and, you know, I don't know in terms of result which way you're leaning um i i couldn't differentiate from either side winning and i didn't really want to throw the draw out there
0: yeah no i don't know result wise yeah i think that's probably the main player his play here isn't it for me um 10 consecutive games, both teams to score. No, let's just go for an 11th. I think in the, in the absence of anything else, Mm. um, moving into Sunday, then we've got two games forest against Villa is the first one. It's at two o'clock. Um, I don't know about you. I'd love to see a forest victory. Can't see it against this such informed Villa side, but I do think we may be able to get both teams to score. I know you might have an extension on this. It's 1.66 for both teams to score. Um, Villa, whilst they are generally very good, their better form is by far at Villa Park at home. Um, and they have been conceding goals anyway. They've only kept one clean sheet across the last seven games. So even though they do often score two, three, four, they, they do tend to concede at least one goal along the way. Um, and Forrest at home with their really good, I say their really good home record, it's um, kind of wavering a little bit more draws than we'd like at the city ground so far this season but um it's still a place where we are tough to beat um well what will the what the result will be I'm not sure but uh, yeah I think it'll be both teams to score
1: I I think I know the result I'm going hard on Villa uh, this weekend so I think you can get them to win at a decent 1.85 and you're right, Tom, uh, the extension on the both teams to score is Villa to win and both teams to score, which is 3.5. Uh, I know, like you said, Tom, Villa's best form is at uh, Villa Park for sure. And Forest has been a difficult place to go. And some of that kind of last season form is, is giving him credit for this year as well. But I think Forrest have been really poor for quite a few games now, to be honest with you um yeah i'm I'm not impressed massively at the moment. I think Cooper's coming under pressure. The atmosphere is flat, fans are getting a little bit frustrated. This is a good time to play for us. You go one nil up and uh they're not gonna turn, but the grumbles are gonna start if you know what i mean yeah uh, massively yeah. yeah so i'm I'm all in on villa, yeah
0: fair. Uh, and then finally, Luton against Liverpool. Anything that you'd like to put out here? Because Liverpool are pretty short, as you'd expect. They're 1.22 to get the win at Kenilworth Road. Yeah, uh, just Liverpool. We do have a Monday game, which I almost forgot about. Can't lie <laughs> there. <laughs> Tottenham against Chelsea is the Monday night kickoff. Uh, Spurs are evens. The draw is 3.75 and Chelsea are 3.5. Um, Spurs for you? or
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, Spurs for me. and I know that Chelsea are capable of getting results. I know it's a project and they're getting better and a lot of the, the metrics make them out to be a little bit better than they are, but you know, um, my eyes are telling me that Tottenham are in the mood at the moment and uh, at home they're, they're going to have a, a great atmosphere behind them and I, I don't see why I wouldn't be backing them. I think even money is, is pretty generous, to be honest. Okay,
0: cool. Uh, right, let's go into the Championship then. And we spoke about the Premier League and, you know, the fixture list in general, how it's quite tough for betting and the Championship certainly uh, epitomises that, I think, for me this week. Um, mm. We'll start with a both teams to score between Millwall and Southampton. Uh, the price for that one is 1.66. And... You may recall on the pod that we spoke about it. We've not mentioned it for a few weeks now, actually, have we? But Southampton went on a run of about 26 games, I think it was, Mm. without keeping a clean sheet. They then kept one, and now they're back to form again. So since their clean sheet that they did keep, they've not kept a clean sheet for the four following games after that. So it's, what, one clean sheet now in 31 games, I think the stat is. So, you know, they're going to concede. Millwall at home. They do not have a manager at time of recording on Thursday. Strong rumours that Nathan Jones is going to be taking the hot seat. Whether he's in for Saturday or not is is another question. You know, it'd be a big one if he is because he's against his former club here, Southampton. But um, I'm sure the players will be keen to impress any incoming manager, whether he's in the dugout for Saturday or not.
1: Yep. Moving into Ipswich and their away game at Birmingham. This is an Ipswich team unbeaten, away from home, Tom. Five mm-hmm. wins and a draw in their uh, six matches. Playing against a Birmingham team that obviously, you know, disposed of uh, John Eustace and, and brought in Wayne Rooney and it's proved to be very unpopular. And they followed that up with three straight defeats. Um, 2-0 against Hull at home is a relatable game in terms of, you know, that being at uh, St. Andrews and obviously Hull being miles off where Ipswich are this season. Ipswich, of course, the kind of media darlings, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. second in the table at the moment, looking really good, winning 11 of 13 uh, home and away is, is remarkable. So yeah, an early Ipswich goal here, very similar to what I said with Forest, but maybe a little bit more volatile. Uh, if yep. Ipswich can get the first goal, I, I think they'll they'll canter to quite a simple win, and you know, getting them at one point nine is is actually quite a good price to be honest.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Um, there's only one other thing really that I liked in in this particular division. Uh, you might mm. have more. Hopefully, you do uh Watford away at Huddersfield I think might be worth looking at 2.37 for Watford to get the victory it's it's more so on the Huddersfield side for me um they're really in a bad run of form at the moment they've conceded four goals in consecutive matches uh, that was to Leeds and to Cardiff they've conceded four goals three times in the last five matches in fact because they conceded four to Birmingham. Um, earlier on in October. So, yeah, they've only won one across their last eight games and that was at home to QPR and we all know what's happened with QPR and how bad they've been this season. So, yeah, they're in a tough spot um, and Watford are slowly picking up under Valerian Ishmael, aren't they? They've um, they've not lost in the last four games, winning two, drawing two, draws against Millwall and Cardiff, uh, wins against Swansea and Sheffield Wednesday. So, I just think Watford are in a much better space than Huddersfield right now and they could squeak out a fairly routine victory if Huddersfield are playing anywhere near how they have been.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rotherham, I'm going to have a look at, Tom. I I know, you know, Rotherham are 22nd and QPR are 23rd and, you know, Rotherham are down there for a reason of only one, two of 13. But I think this is a good opportunity to get with them. Uh, at home, they have been decent. Uh, they have won two, drew two, and lost two of their six home games. Uh, QPR have lost five of their eight on the road. Just got rid of Gareth Ainsworth. It's go one, going to go one or two ways, just because he's so uh, so specific with a playing style. Even the players are going to feel like the shackles are off, and they're going to go out there and and play the football that they want to play and completely batter Rotherham or they're going to kind of be feeling a little bit lost and there's going to be a feeling of limbo because they haven't got a new manager in right away and you know they've lost so many games uh, six in a row and no wins in the last nine and maybe the losing mentality has creeped in and Rotherham can be decent at home so 2.62 I think that's a really big price to be honest with you.
0: Have you heard of the new QPR manager before?
1: Uh no oh sorry, is
0: that? Marty the, Marty Sifuentes, I think he's called.
1: Bloody, I saw his name and I thought he might I assumed he was the interim. <laughs>
0: no, 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 mate, he's the he's the, he's the he's the boss.
1: Bloody um, I, I honestly thought he was the interim. Because I just never on, heard of him. That's pretty yeah. bad of me, but yeah,
0: recruited yeah. from Hammerby in the Swedish league. Um I know nothing about the guy.
1: Well, Marty, uh, I can't change my mind now I've heard that you're in. Uh, I still think the losing mentality might be there. And uh, yeah, I'm still going to loosely back Rotherham at 2.62. Fair. New manager bounce scares the life out of me, so I'm not going anywhere Mm -hmm. near it.
0: Um, Any more in the champ for you?
1: No. Uh, We'll move into uh, the FA Cup, Tom.
0: Oh, I love the FA Cup first round where the EFL meets the non-league. It's so good. There's there's so many teams that are so far down the pyramid, like playing the, you know, League One and League Two teams. It's great. Yeah, Um, And, you know, that search to find the upset because it's it's nailed on. Every single year there's three or four or five, like, real upsets here from the non-league sides.
1: Yeah.
0: So hopefully we'll pick a few out. Um, I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna start this because there's a bunch of games all over the weekend. Um, <laughs> shall I start
1: with one that I like the look of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it.
0: Then you can dive. In think, honestly, ahead.
1: it might just have to be like a pick and mix.
0: Yeah I, th- yeah, I think so. We're going to kick things off with a big boy, um, and I mean a big boy in terms of price, not team stature. <laughs> uh, 6.0 we're gonna go for Ramsgate at home to woking so this is Ramsgate of the Ishmian southeast division playing at home to Woking of the national league um Woking aren't having a particularly good season so I think whenever we're looking for an upset one of the main things that I look for is is the team at home in good form even if they're from a lower division and are they playing? a team from a hard division that's in particularly bad form um, and not going with much confidence here. And Woking have lost six of their last eight league games in the National League. They're not having a good season at all. Um, whereas Ramsgate at home, a bit of a juggernaut. They've won mm. six home games in a row across all competitions. Um, in terms of their league position, they're fifth. Uh, they've only played six in the league, but they've won five of those six so um, they've had a good strong start to the league Uh, so I'm just kind of going off very little I know about Ramsgate but they seem to be doing very very well at home with those six consecutive wins and against the Woking side who are woefully out of form at the moment it seems in the National League you know there could be an upset on the cards here at 6.05 to 1 I thought it was a big price really I know there's a there's a couple of divisions gap between these two sides but um
1: yeah, yeah, but this this is what we're trying to find, right? It's what it's all about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, an upset is an upset because, uh, you know, a smaller team beats a bigger team. So, yeah. yeah, this is this is exciting. This is exactly the kind of thing that I love backing. Uh, I have something less exciting, but I think it's a really good price. Mm-hmm. Um, Mk Dons. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, you're into this one. Yes, yes. Okay, good. So, MK Dons, obviously League 2 against League 1 Reading. Uh, Reading at home. But MK Dons are who we want, 3.8. They have recently bought Mike Williamson in. And they are playing some lovely stuff. Things have clicked. They've had two games under him. They've won 4-1 and 3-2. Against Bradford and Swindon, two good teams, and they're playing against a Reading team. I mean, you know, we're not here to to laugh at any club situation like Reddings, but they're they're in an they're in absolute dire straits at the moment. They're bottom with six points. Um, obviously, they've at home just been absolutely woeful this season. Tom, you've read it out on the pod numerous times their home form is absolutely appalling. Um and yeah MK Dons go there full of confidence priced absolutely perfectly for a lovely little upset of uh League 2 over League 1 3.8.
0: Yep. I like it very much like it. The price is massive for MK Dons there. Isn't it is it?
1: big, isn't it? Massive. Like really big.
0: It's massive. Uh yeah. one of those where you know you you always kind of get an idea about what price might be in your head, and I didn't expect CMK Tons at nearly three to one. Flipping yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: it's big, it's big, and I'll be having a go.
0: Um, another team that I'll be having a go on in a lower division faces a, a hard division clash Chester against York. The odds aren't so good for Chester, though, to be fair. Uh, 2.37, uh, they are National League North, they're eighth in the National League North, they play York at home, uh, York are 22nd in the National League. So York having a really poor season. Chester generally having a good season. They, they've won six games in a row. Uh, the last four of those six games, they haven't conceded a goal either. So Chester well working their way up the National League North, could potentially be swapping places with York come um, the end of the season. Uh, it is kind of reflected in the odds. Like I say, Chester priced at 2.37, but you've got you know these two two teams aren't really that far apart in the
1: pyramid. Um, completely contrasting form, though. Right here, Oldham. Oldham are next. They're four point three three. Uh, Oldham are National League. Um, they are in tenth position. But this is more about the feel good factor at Oldham. So, what do you need for an away upset, Tom? Typically, you need, I think, a bit of a carnival atmosphere, a bit of a a bigger way following, like that kind of thing. And that's what we're seeing at Oldham. Oldham are setting attendance records in the National League, and they're the highest attendances they've had for like 20-plus years. The club is reborn. Um, The fans do an amazing job uh, at Boundary Park, and they're playing against a a Newport team that uh, just can't get it going, can they, really? Um, one win in their last five for Newport. Like, I am worried about them. To be honest with you, like long term, whether they'll be able to, uh, you know, keep their keep their progression going. They're slipping down into nineteenth at the moment. Obviously, got some new uh, ownership uh, recently, so they'll be hoping to improve on that. But I think the door is open for Oldham at four point three three. Just one defeat in the last six. And uh yeah, two wins in the last four I, I kind of fancy them to go there and get something at, at four point three three I think this is, this stinks of an upset,
0: yeah, and that's what we like. We like the uh, the stinking of an upset. um another one, which I don't know if it quite stinks of an upset, I probably won't go that far, but it could potentially be one, and I feel like we may have been here before with marine. Yes. A
1: couple of seasons ago, maybe. Yeah, they played Tottenham. Um, Yeah, so
0: they they obviously must have progressed far into the competition to get to play Tottenham. Mm. Uh, They've got Harrogate Town at home this weekend. They're priced at 5.0 to get the victory. Um, They're doing all right, especially at home, Marine. They've won eight of their last 10 home games. So that's that's a tick in the box. They are lower league, obviously. They're in the um, Northern Premier League. Premier Division, I think it's called. Prem, (laughs) prem, 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 prem. Prem, 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 prem. (laughs) Uh, Harrogate, obviously, in League Two. So there are a few divisions below Harrogate, but um, yeah, Marine, eight out of the last ten wins at home, uh, and Harrogate struggling a little bit. Um, They've lost five of their last seven games across all competitions, so... They're playing the Harrogate side who aren't in particularly great form right now, and it could be another upset, potentially.
1: I've got, a, uh, I've got another one for you, Tom, that's at 4.5. God, they're coming out left, right, centre, yeah, aren't they? It, it's sensational. So, last time on the pod, uh, I predicted Stevenage to get a win over Derby County, mm-hmm. uh, based on Derby's away form. Uh, Stevenage delivered for me three one their first win in in a while they were priced at two point seven I'm backing Crew to beat Derby so Crew in League Two going well um, and obviously Derby a heavyweight in League One and I think if this was at the I Pro I'd be backing Derby for sure but Crew mm-hmm. fifth position in League Two Derby. Just the last away, um, the last few away results, Tom. Listen to this. S- lost to Stevenage, lost to Shrewsbury, uh, drew with Cheltenham. Remember, that was Cheltenham's first goal of the season yeah, cost against them. Cool. Yeah. Um, previously to that, they beat Blackpool. Fair play. Put your hands up. Good win. And then before that, a win over Carlisle. I'm not convinced beating Carlisle is a huge achievement for a club like Derby. And and Crew, I just kind of fancy him Tom. Like I wish they'd done a bit better against Stockport at home the last time out. But before that, you know, it was five, uh, four wins in five, sorry, for Crew at home, 4.5 if Derby don't fancy it, which is the vibe I'm getting from the fan base and social media away from home. Crew could capitalise because they're going well.
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. That one's on a Sunday, I must add. Yeah, Sunday alert. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want
0: this party to end, but I've only got one
1: ball.
0: <gasps> so uh, my final one is Wigan to beat Exeter. This is another Saturday, 3 o'clock. This is an all-League 1 clash. Uh, Wigan are priced at 3.10 to get the win. Exeter are just really bad at the moment, aren't they? Uh, They've lost nine of the last 11 games across all competitions. They're currently winless in eight. Obviously, no clean sheets in those eight. Uh, And Wigan have had a slight upturn in form recently. They've won three of their last four. That's all in League One. Uh, Round Charlton fairly close at the end after going 3-0 down. Uh, That finished 3-2 last weekend. But yeah, um, I think Wigan... Having had this little upturn in form where they even beat teams like Oxford, they beat Exeter in the league away from home 2 0. Uh, that was on the 21st of October, so not that long ago at all. Mm. So they've been there, done it, and the odds of 3.1
1: against this woefully out of form Exeter side could be another one at a good price. I want to finish this segment, Tom, by talking about Cray Valley Paper Mills Football Club. Oh. God, yes. Here we go. <laughs> but I'm not tipping them to win. They're going to get battered. Oh, but they're, no. <laughs> they're away at Charlton. They're 19.0. Uh, I, and I was having a look and doing some research. They're actually playing against Balham in the first round of the London Senior Cup um, tomorrow. Okay. So they've got a big cup game. Then they go to Charlton on the Sunday i just wishing them all the best and uh, what's bigger, the FA Cup or the London Senior Cup? Well, <laughs> do you know what annoys
0: me? When teams like Cray Valley...
1: No, no, no. Cray Valley Paper Mills Football
0: Club. Yeah, when teams like that <laughs> get, drawn, get drawn away from home because I really doubt they're going to beat Charlton away from home. If it was... You know, at Cray Valley's home ground, you know, you think there's more of a sniff of an upset opportunity, oh don't you? Oh God.
1: It's called the Badgers Sports Ground. Oh, Badgers. It's Badgers? It holds a thousand people. I love that. Yeah, this is class. I wish it was here. Love that. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. I wish it was there. But I just honestly, number one, I wanted to say Cray Valley Paper Mills Football Club. And number two, wish them all the best in their uh, London Senior Cup game, <laughs> and against Charlton at the weekend, and against Charlton at the weekend because that would be it. the the bigger are they the biggest price they must be. Yes, yeah. I believe they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, up the uh, and last time I promise <laughs> up the Cray Valley Paper Mills Football Club. <laughs> um, well,
0: that I think is probably one of my favourite segments we've had on Plus. the podcast in Rita memory.
1: Yeah, class. That was I brilliant. Love it. Cool. Uh, well, we will transition into uh, the treble section of the show. So, yeah, Tom, as you said, it's it's a hat trick, three in a row. Um, it's four in the last five. It's 20 tips read out, 18 correct, the last 20. Uh, so uh, the two times we've lost in that time, it's just been by one team. So... We are cooking nicely. Uh, not gonna lie to you. this weekend's treble was was tough to put together. I think it's fair yeah. to say. Yes um what's what's a rung below bomb proof? Like wind proof.
0: <laughs> so we may need to reclassify this as a wind proof treble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it it was it is it's a tough one. it's it's uh, and it, it's a shame because I want to keep the rung going. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying it's not going to win. I, I still will be back in it, but it's not as strong as I'd like it to be.
0: No, no, it's not. Um, so we are going to go for Wolves away at Sheffield United. We're going to go for Ipswich away at Birmingham. And then we're going to throw in Millwall against Southampton to be both teams to score. The treble pays 6.63, so a £10 example stake returns £66.30. and pence. And To repeat, that's Wolves to win, Ipswich to win and Millwall-Southampton to be both teams to score. Mm. Lovely,
1: lovely, lovely, lovely. Please gamble responsibly. Make sure you guys are doing your own research. Uh, obviously, we have done our research on it, but we don't back things blind and, and neither should you. So please make sure that you double-check. And then, uh, fancy football, Tom, I've fallen to 286th. I'm so ready for this to be over. How are you doing?
0: Uh, just average. You've got bang on the average, 238th in the league.
1: Mm, yeah, it's just not good, is it?
0: It's the same. This segment's the same every week, isn't it, at the moment? How have you week. done? Crap. How have I done? Crap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I, I made changes and everything, like yeah. proper really tried this week and and still yeah, didn't win. But we'll yeah. do the top ten in reverse order: uh, Tommy Rafferty, Mark Johnson, Pat Ravenhall, uh, Kieran Gentry, uh, Ari Nukara, Charlie Donnelly, Stephen Wheeler, Eddie Beard, Ross uh Rachel Mather, and Mike Civil Civils. Mike civils. Yeah. Civils. He's top with, uh, 706 points with civs superstars.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So well done to Mike. If you want the league code, you can still join the league. You will join at your rightful place. Uh, just messages on social media and we can give that to you. And speaking of social media, Tom, uh, T underscore B podcast is a place to join the fun.
1: Yeah, we're absolutely cooking. Uh, to be honest with you, we're, we're getting really close to 3000 followers, which for us is absolutely great. Uh, yeah, lots of good content on there. Um, there's some midweek um, fixtures coming up in the next little bit. And Twitter is the only place where we post our tips. We've got Champions League and a bit of league one, I think next week. So we'll put something out for those games. So make sure you're following us so you get a little bit extra. And speaking of extra, Tom,
0: yeah, uh, FBP Plus. You can get some extra time for the podcast on Patreon mm. with FBP Plus. Uh, we just chuck a little few tips on there every week uh, that we don't read out on the pod. So for scorers, anytime goal scorers, shots on target bets, uh, handicap bets, you know, all kinds of different things like that that we don't read out on the pod um, that we'll be sticking on there again this weekend. So check that out, FBP Plus at, uh, at Patreon.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty niche stuff, uh, quite particular things, right? So I think, uh, yeah, it's um, definitely worth checking out if you want to squeeze an extra drop out of the podcast lemon.
0: Yeah, um, that's it, I think, for this week. So mm. thank you once again to Quiff. Remember to check out quiff.com to supercharge all your sports betting. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a lot more in the pipeline for Quiff coming up next week um but yeah good luck go well be pro- be profitable and uh let's see your bet slips if you bang some winners in this weekend and hopefully the first ever windproof treble
1: <laughs> will land for a fourth treble success in a row <laughs> yes well thanks again for listening guys take care good luck gamble responsibly bye-bye